Welcome back, everybody, to the Out to Be podcast. I am super excited for this week's episode because this is kicking off a series that we're doing on the podcast all around personal development and getting to know yourself better. So stick with us because it's about to get fun, it's about to get juicy, and we've been doing a lot of very strategy-oriented work and episodes here on the podcast. And so this summer, I wanted to keep it light, although to be honest with you, it's not like this is just like light and easy and whatever. (laughs) Like, it's meaningful. It is deep as shit. It is so good. And so in the next several episodes, we're going to have discussions around different modalities that can help us to get to know each other better so and ourselves better and use that for our businesses as well. So in this episode, my guest is Shalane Carter. Shalane is a healer and an entrepreneur and business owner, and she shifted her original business where she started in cosmetology to start a business where she teaches the energy of business. So she utilizes the energetic body, healing the chakra system, and your natural talents to help you build a business that's aligned with your unique energetic blueprint. I love Shalane. We were in a coaching program together many, many years ago, and this episode is so much fun and so powerful. We're talking all about the chakra system, how you can figure out what your chakra superpower is in business, and how you can also figure out maybe where your weaknesses are (laughs) and how you can improve where blocks are and what you can do to overcome those. So before we dive in, I want you to pause the episode or just while I'm talking, go look into the show notes. Go look in the show notes right, right now, right now. And you're going to see a link. It says very clearly, take the what chakra is your superpower in business quiz. And then there's a link. Click on that link. Take the quiz. So pause it if you need to. Take the quiz. See what result you get. Screenshot it. Share it with us on Instagram. Tag me at Katie Zaccardi, at Shalane Carter. We want to see what you got. And let us know... And keep it in mind as you listen to this episode, because if you take the quiz before the episode, I think that you're going to find it a lot more informative and easier to follow because then you can be listening for what you got versus what the other ones are. And so, you know, where your superpower is, maybe where your lack is or where you can improve. It's just going to be really great, I think, if you take the quiz before we dive in. So that's that. I'm super excited for the many episodes that we have to come around astrology, human design, Enneagram, and so much more. If there's anything specifically you would love to see in this series, any different modalities or things uh, that you would like to learn about yourself and ways that we can be more intuitive about ourselves and our business, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at kdizacardi and I would love to hear from you. But I'm really, really excited to bring you this series this summer and to dive into these really important topics that allow us to go deeper into ourselves so that we can show up in alignment in our businesses and of course in our lives because we can't separate the two. You know, if you're out of alignment or you're not in uh, following what your intuition's saying or you're not getting to know yourself better, you are doing yourself a disservice and you're doing your business a disservice. So with that, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode with Shalane. Hey, Shalane, and welcome to the Out to Be podcast. Thank you so much, Katie, for having me. I'm so, so excited to talk to you guys. Me too. So Shalane and I did a business program together like two or three years ago, which is so crazy. And I was randomly on Instagram one day and I saw that you 
well, I shouldn't say it like I'm never on Instagram. Oh, randomly I was on Instagram. No, <laughs> I was on Instagram. one odd day. Yeah. I was perusing Instagram. <laughs> one of the days of every day that I'm on Instagram, I saw that Shalane was posting about a new quiz that she had launched. And I was like, you need to come on the podcast and talk about this because it's so cool. And I really want to bring you guys more things that allow you to get to know yourself better because I think the more that you can know yourself better, your body, your mind, the stronger you can show up in your business because as we know, it is all connected. So I'm going to first have Shalane introduce herself and then we're going to dive into this really cool quiz around chakras, which a lot of you probably are like, I don't even know what that is. It's fine. We're going to, we're going to dive into it in a second. (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there. Thank you so much for having me, first of all. Um, it's always such like a, a pleasure for me to teach and talk. I feel like that's always where my specialty is, is in teaching. So I'm so appreciative. Um, but my name is Shalane. <laughs> my favorite color. No, teasing. I um, I have been in business for myself for going on, it's about 10 years now, possibly going on 11. Um, but I actually started my first business in the cosmetology world. I started a, a lash business and it was really successful. I hit six figures, uh, hired employees. And at some point, at one point took on a business partner, um, very quickly. And I was always really good at the business aspect and got asked often, like, I don't understand, like, you have clients that won't leave you. So if you aren't familiar with getting lash extensions done, um, I did other things prior to that. I did makeup and hair and stuff like that, but really where my entrepreneurial like journey was started there. And I developed this clientele that I could not like get rid of in a sense. Like they were like, I will follow you to the ends of the earth. And typically a, a lash clientele, especially I'm from Las Vegas and we have a lot of day clubs, nightclubs, like getting your lashes done is very common here. And I recognize that's not like that everywhere in the world, but it is really common here. Yeah. And, um, and I had, it's often kind of like a a nail person. Like you're like, Oh, I'll just go get a manicure somewhere else. Like I'll just go down the street or I'll just go get my pedicure here. And people would oftentimes just bounce around to who was available. Right. And I had a clientele that wouldn't leave. Like I had a clientele for seven years that like refused to go to any of my employees at certain points. They're like, I will just go longer. I'll get a new full set when you come back. Um, stuff like that, even though they knew that I had trained them, like they did my lashes. I didn't quite understand what it was. Wow. And, um, I, it wasn't until I had a client and a friend who was a healer and I was doing her lashes and we were kind of talking, we always kind of talked business um, as well. And I was telling them, telling her about my clients and stuff like that. She goes, well, I know why they won't leave. And I was like, do tell, because I just feel like I was like, you know, I'm good, but I wouldn't say like, I'm like the best that there was nobody else that could do it better. Like, I don't understand why they would, you know, she was like, no, she's like, I can feel it when you, I sit with you, like you're doing energy healing on me. And I was wow. like, oh, really? She's like, yeah, I can feel things shift and change, especially when I come and have something that kind of, I want to talk through or something like that. She's like, and if I think about it now as a healer, I would sit at the top of their head, which is their crown chakra. So we'll go over chakras in a little bit, but it's their, it's your, your, your uh, chakra that your energy center right at the top of your head. And then my hands are literally right at your third eye which is kind of where your, your seat of your intuition and your inner knowing of yourself. And so as people are sharing and talking and things like that, here I am like 
literally positioned like my heart chakra, like my chest right up against the crown of their head. So the, the amount of frequency and energy that emanates from the heart chakra is significantly more. Um, even scientific studies have proved the, the energetic, um, or the energy, the, the energy that's produced from the heart versus the brain is like 72 times higher from the heart. Yeah. And so I was like, of course, of course that makes, and so I, I ended up, I did do like a mentorship with her and, and stuff like that, but a lot of my upbringing and, and things like that, um, had already been rooted in spirituality. I'd already done like a yoga teacher training and already knew about the chakra system, read about it, stuff like that. I had no clue though, what I was actually doing. So then as things grew, I moved into doing healing work. I kept my lash business. And then I got a lot of entrepreneurs as people that were looking for healing. And what I was recognizing them was that as I was doing healing for them, um, the aspects, certain aspects of their business that would essentially make sense for it to correlate to that chakra was also starting to improve, was also starting to change. And so then that kind of just moved me into where I am now. And, and like you talked about the quiz earlier is teaching people how their chakra system, their energetic body is actually projected into their business and how you create this business often when you're out of alignment to re-traumatize yourself, to reaffirm like limiting beliefs, negative ideas and things like that. You just create it to mirror back what you believe. Right. And so in knowing that you're like, okay, it's actually a really powerful healing tool. Um, as well as the, the different chakras, the different energy centers that run along the center of your body feed energy towards different areas. Cause they all vibrate at a different frequency. So like the frequency of like, you know, creating systems in your business, right? Like, okay, my bookkeeping, you know, my, all of my, like, I post at this time, I do this, I do this. These are the things I do to move forward has a very different energy than like, if you're a business coach or something like that, like a coaching call where you're sitting and you're talking and you're brainstorming and you're, you know, very different energy. Right. And so when you start to understand like how that all breaks down, that's kind of how I got into doing what I do now is helping people heal and build businesses that are in alignment with their energy rather than, you know, kind of throwing spaghetti at a wall and hoping that it sticks. So so did you find it draining when you were like going to your last appointments and without you even knowing it, like doing energy yeah. feeling like, did you come home feeling super drained? What, well, and that's, what's interesting is now I recognize, oh, I would do a lot of these things to like, um, so whenever I do a healing session or whenever I have any session with somebody, um, I have practices that I need to protect my energy prior right. and yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I would, Yes. So I would wear stones. I would, um, like just in my mind, like if there were certain clients that I knew just used me for like an emotional dumping ground, um, (laughs) I would be like, not, not my, not my bubble. Like it was almost just like, they're allowed to have their experience. That doesn't have to be mine. And that's what I say often. Like, this is not mine. This is not mine. Well, now it's something that I recognize is actually taught. Like a lot of the things that I did are taught in the healing world but it was just stuff that I was like doing, um, just out of like, I recognize this is how I'm feeling and how do I not, I don't want to feel that way. I want to maintain my integrity. And that's kind of how that evolved, so to speak. And all, I'm also curious, like when you were sitting with them, can you feel energetically like where someone's off? Like if you were to stand with someone or if you were standing above their head, like, could you energetically feel 
oh, this chakra is out of alignment or this chakra is off or whatever, that kind of thing? Um, or is it more of just like you're giving them your energy to kind of heal? Uh, it's kind of a catch-22. When somebody walks into a room, a lot of times I recognize I feel something. Now, unless I'm intentional about like, and really with permission, I don't, I don't uh, infiltrate people's energy like that mm. and access it like that without their permission. A, I don't want to know. Yeah. I, that shit I get paid for now. Like that is a hard boundary. I'm like, nope. And you, I always felt like you don't want to rob somebody of their own experience. Mm. If they're experiencing something that's creating a lot of turmoil in their life or something like that, that's not for me to take from them. And that's not for me to offer to help yeah. them with, unless they express that they want that help. Um, because if, I mean, I feel like everybody knows, like you can't change people. Right. You can't want that for them more than they want that for themselves. Right. 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 So if somebody comes to me and wants a healing session, yes, I can feel like I tangibly feel it. And so sometimes I can feel like, oh, this has too much energy or it doesn't have enough. Right. Um, but in, until it's like, pre like presented to me as like, Hey, can you do this? And I have basically like been given permission. Nope. It, I never really like even doing lashes, it was like, I recognized when they talked, like, I was like, Ooh, are you also having belly pain? Like, do you have um, like heartburn? And they're like, Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, well that makes sense because what you're talking about would be like a solar plexus issue, which is right where your diaphragm is. Yeah. And so you're going to have a physical manifestation if you're also having emotional manifestation. And so then we, you know, stuff like that. So I, I want to dive into that for sure, because that's so interesting, but yeah, I had, I had an experience once where I was on clubhouse and I was getting a tarot card reading, or maybe it, it was an intuitive reading. I think it was with tarot cards, but I guess the woman must have been an intuitive reader because we're vir totally virtual. And she was giving me this reading. And then all of a sudden, I felt this lump in my throat. And immediately she goes, I'm feeling like your throat chakra is blocked. And I was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, that is insane. Like, she couldn't have made it up. Like, there was literally no way but you could somehow just like feel this energy. And I just think that's so wild and so amazing to be able to have those experiences with healers and be, to be able to do it as a healer. Like, I don't have that capability, but um, I just find it really fast. Everybody does. Everybody does, but it definitely takes some awareness and like yeah. anything else, like learning to pay attention. My, um, one of my mentors often says like, we're always taught critical thinking in school. Like we're taught how to think our ways, how to be practical and stuff like that. We're actually not taught critical feeling. Mm. So like the feelings that you experience, the lump in your throat. Okay. Before there was a physical manifestation of the lump in your throat, what was the thought before that? What have been the thoughts? You know, is it right. that you're like, you know, you're kind of like, Oh, you're calling me out. Like, uh, I feel uncomfortable expressing my truth. Like, Oh, it's probably, you know, why yeah. your throat felt like that. And so it's like, Oh, like paying attention to those types of things. And the more that you kind of tune into that for yourself, the easier it is to be aware of that and what other people are feeling too. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So let's dive into the chakras. Now I want to start at like basic of all basics. What are they? <laughs> 101, chakra 101. Um, so the chakra system is your energetic body. So we are all made of energy right? Protons, neutrons, electrons, like it never dies. It's not created. It just moves, transmutes and changes. 
um, the center down the center of the body from your root basically is your first chakra and it's right at your pelvic floor. So squeeze your bathroom muscles. It's right there. Um, all the way up to the crown of the head. So there's seven major, they're just intersections of energy is really all that it is. And these kind of vortices, um, of circular energy. So they oscillate and, and spin essentially, and then disperse energy throughout your, um, like your, uh, I don't want to get, I'm trying to be really one-on-one, but you know, kind of like the nervous system, right. Where you have like the spinal column up through the center, and then it all goes out to all your fingers and all your organs and everything like that. Your chakra system is the same way. So it's up through the center. The root chakra is going to be at the base of your spine. Like we talked about the, the sacral chakra is going to be about an inch or so below your belly button. This is often your womb space. Even if you're a man, you still have that area of reproduction. You still have that womb space right there. Um, or not necessarily, I mean, reproduction, reproductive, like kind of organ type things, but also like this kind of creation, like that is where everything is created from life itself. Um, and then solar plexus is your third. So that one's at your diaphragm. Your fourth is your heart chakra. It's right in the center, not technically where your uh, anatomical heart is, but actually in the center of your sternum. Your throat is at your throat. <laughs> your third eye is in between your two brows. And then your crown chakra is at the top of your head. So at these different intersections, all of them vibrate at different frequencies. So the root chakra is going to be a lower, slower frequency. And the crown chakra, chakra is going to be the highest of frequencies within your physical energetic body because of the frequency in which they oscillate at, right? So when you think of like, it's like a radio, right? Like you're like, how does the music that this is playing at this radio station, then the frequency is picked up by my car. Right. It's like that. That's when we talk about frequency. That's what I'm talking about. So I was like, music people will get this. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if you don't know what a radio is and you're listening to this, God bless you. They'll be like, um, um, you mean Spotify? I don't know. I know. <laughs> I was like, they're like, I'm sorry, there have been antennas on the cars? Yes. I grew up where we had to put the antenna down before we went through a car wash. Or unscrew it. I had one car you had to unscrew and oh take it off gosh. before we went through a car wash. <laughs> I was like, guys, I'm not, I'm also not that old. So <laughs> I just think it's funny, like stuff that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the root chakra feeds the energy of, especially in business safety and security. So this is going to be everything in your life. This is tribal energy, group energy mm. in business. This is going to be things that make you feel safe and secure. So these are things like reoccurring revenue. These are going to be things like how you actually fit in your community. Right. So if, if this were like, um, when we're trying to break down some of these dynamics, like this is the family energy, right? When you think about your family, like, that's crazy. I'm just having like, I want you to finish up, but I am having like mind blowing moments right now thinking about like my astrology chart too. Like Ooh, yes. I, got, I got root chakra for the answer of the quiz. That's what I got. Yes. So keep talking and then I'm going like, <laughs> to, I'll share. Like, hold on. I got to write down some of these things. <laughs> I'm like pulling on my astrology chart right now. Like, wait, let me check this for a second. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is freaking wild. And, and that's the thing is a lot of these systems are ancient. Yeah. So they, at one, at, a lot, because this comes from a lot of ancient information, um, a lot of these things do cross pollinate really well. 
So the chakra system, astrology, human design, um, they, the way in which they operate really kind of marry each other and complement each other really well because of the lineage being so, so old, the information being so old yeah. that it's something that has been used time and time and time. It's been time tested more than anything else. Right. Um, bring it back to the chakra system. So the second chakra is the sacral chakra. We talked about that. So your creation station is what I call it. So in, in business, this operates in your relationships, your relational center. Mm -hmm. So this is things that are birthed into the world. It's how you show up in the world and the world is mirrored back to you. So this is going to be all of your like sales calls. This is going to be like your DMS. This is also going to be where you're connecting with people one-on-one. So if root was like your family energy, sacral is like your relationship to your mom relationship to your brother, your relationship, right? This is all one-on-one things. Right, 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 right. Um, but this is your relationship to everything. So, and this is where, when you think about it, your relationship with anything is, this is how I'm showing up. How does it relate to you? And how is that kind of mirrored and complemented? And how does that dynamic work? That's the sacral. And so when you think about sales and all that type of stuff, we have a lot, if that controls the reproductory system and our culture as a, as a whole has lots of issues with, you know, sexual shame, um, history of just rape and all these types of things about sex being bad. Right. And it should only be under the confines of marriage and it's okay for one sex to step out, but not the other, like all of these fucking beliefs that have been attached to that for so long. No wonder people have problems with like sales. No wonder how people have problems in relationships no wonder people feel uncomfortable putting themselves out there and like just being conversational in the DMS. They're like, it feels weird. And it's like, it's because you have a problem actually being seen. Yeah. Which kind of brings me to the, the solar plexus. So the solar plexus is the third, this is the energy of your relationship to yourself. So, right. We went from family. We're kind of getting smaller family, your one-on-one relationships, and this is relationship to self. So yeah. this is often when they, I know in like the healing world and, and, um, like spiritual world, if you're into self-development, anything like that, I'm sure you've heard the term ego mm-hmm. or um, your inner child. This is where that resides. So this is how you show up in the world. I always call this your CEO center. So, you know, do you feel comfortable speaking your truth? This is where your truth originates, right? And then how you feel about that. This is where you know, if you're struggling seeing like comparison a lot, so imposter syndrome is found here. Um, this is where you're like, okay, I don't feel good enough. I'm always asking people's opinions before I move forward with something like that is all solar plexus. And so often because again, when you look at the history, so a lot of this I find so interesting because if you look at the history of your family's heritage, your, um, the, whatever country you live in, like the the beliefs of the country kind of as a, as a whole, right. It's not going to be individual, but there are stereotypes. There are stereotypes for people who are, you know, from Russia, there are stereotypes of people who are from Scotland. There are people from Asia, like all those, all of them have it. And there's a reason, um, not to say any of them are right, but when you start to look at, okay, how I feel about myself, And what I've been shown and what I've experienced up until this point says, I need to make sure I ask somebody's kind of permission 
you know, especially in the family dynamic, if you felt like you always had to ask your parents for their permission, right? Your root chakra is probably off, probably also your solar plexus, because you feel like you need to go back to feel safe and secure in who you are. You have to verify it with them, which makes this feel less than, right? It also doesn't make you feel safe and secure unless you're reaching out to somebody else. So it's all the entire system is works together as a whole. And so usually when one is lacking energy, the one, it's kind of like a, a hose. So when you kink a hose, when one's lacking energy, a lot of times the ones above it are excessive. So not always, but it's common. Um, so if somebody maybe isn't really sure of themselves, right, their solar plexus is off, they may have a really open heart chakra. So these are the people that they're like, they're always like the mama bear in like their friend groups. They're always like the shoulder that people cry on and they feel like that's how they gain kind of this validity of themselves. Not again, not always. And this can show up differently in every dynamic. It's just an example. But when you have that awareness, like the heart center is where you emotionally process everything. This is where truly like where love resides. And so anything other than love, has a tendency to, to throw it off. So if you feel like you need to take on other people's emotions, right, it can often leave you feeling resentful. Does not feel the same as love. Does not feel the same. And so you're going to maybe close off a little more. So you're like, okay, I will listen to you, but I don't necessarily share. So understanding how the, this kind of push and pull always is going to affect you in some sort of way, even like the throat chakra. So we learned root is kind of more group tribal energy sacral is relationships to others solar plexus relationship to self heart is where you kind of process all of that so the lower three have to do all with physical the the heart is kind of this intersection and then as we get into the upper three ch chakras the throat third eye and crown they're all a little bit more celestial in a sense don't have quite as much to do with the physical world so the throat is going to be how you express your truth right so Again, if we think about solar plexus, how you feel is off, and that is all your, how you feel about yourself, you're probably going to have a hard time expressing it, right? So this might feel tight. So this can often like manifest as like this dry kind of itchy cough or notice like, do you have, you're like, I can't explain it, but I always just kind of have like a tickle in my throat or like a phlegmy cough often. What's interesting is phlegm is going to be the heart as well as the throat. You think about the phlegm, the excess fluid. The lungs are fed energy from the heart chakra. The heart chakra in business is the transformational center. So this is all of your offerings. How are you helping people? What's your service? And so then when you get to the throat, it's like, okay, how am I expressing that? How am I showing up? How am I using my truth? I recommend for a lot of people to start doing podcasts. If they have a hard time expressing their truth, it forces them to start talking about things, just getting it out there, just having this fluid like conversation. Um, the third eye is going to be your seat of intuition. This is where kind of where your inner knowing. So these are like your ideas. This are, these are things that you're like, okay, when, when somebody has a lot of ideas, but they don't have any follow through, they probably have a really open third eye, but their sacral chakra, how they create things may be blocked. So it's like, okay, I have all the ideas. I can't funnel it through down into the physical chakras that bring things out into the world. Um, but this is going to really like, 
usually I feel like a lot of people, um, especially with our diets and stuff like that, heavily processed foods and stuff like that can block the pineal gland, which is the gland that is associated with the third eye. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're not drinking enough water, um, and also if you don't let yourself like imagine, like this is like allow your, like when you're younger, like you're looking at clouds and your mind is wandering and stuff like that. Like we don't allow ourselves to do that as adults. We don't allow our mind to actually play without purpose. Um, and then the crown chakra is your connection to all energy, like all consciousness. So this, whatever you would like to call it, source, God, uh, the universe, it's this energy of all that is, all that is outside of me that also influences me, right? Every single person, your neighbor, every single person you come in contact with, think when you think about it, like even just the fact that it fucking rains changes so many people's lives. They take different routes to work, different, like different behaviors and stuff like that, which trickles down the line to you. Yeah. And so to think that we are not at all connected is to me wild because just something like some fucking rain change somebody's life dramatically. You know, they, they go slower. They they're driving too fast because they're in a hurry. They didn't leave enough time to actually go slow in the rain. And so then they're rear-ended or they, they were, you know what I mean? Like, and so this is really like where a lot of like meditation, prayer, things like that connection to energies outside of yourselves and kind of respecting that that magnitude of life. Um, and in business, this is having like faith and trust that if I'm doing all the work and I'm putting all the effort in and I'm in alignment with my purpose, it does come. It always comes like whatever you need, whatever is meant for you, opportunities present themselves. It's not always on your timeline. Very different when you, that's a lot of like restrictive energy. Like I want to control how it comes. Faith and trust are expansive. Right. It feels very different than it needs to be here by July 27th. doesn't work that way, you know? So that's kind of like, I feel like as basic as I can get while also understanding some of the business aspects of it as well. <laughs> Absolutely. So, okay. I want to go back to the root chakra and then we can, I have, I have a lot of questions, but we'll start from Shoot. the root. So I was saying, this is crazy because I got that answer on the quiz. And first of all, do you find any, um, similarities between, not similarities, I don't know what the right word is, correlations maybe between this and the Enneagram system, because that's obviously a newer system. But as you're going through, I'm thinking, okay, I'm a three and I got root. Yeah. Um, I was thinking like, uh, sacral sounds very much like eights to me. Like I know someone who's an eight and who is like always has DMs blowing up, really good at sales, like all of that kind of stuff. Do you see any correlation between that and like, again it's just putting the whole picture together of like here's my strengths here's my enneagram here's my human design like all this stuff so we can just know ourselves better yes so so i found it um i think because i follow um i probably lean a little bit more towards like human design i'm not super proficient in enneagram yeah and then kind of what each one is but in like in human design even the chakra system is really well represented So what your inner authority is, if you're not familiar with human design, it's basically a body graph that you have kind of the same things, different centers and how they interact with one another is like your gates and they're all different things. It's very, actually very complicated, but we're going to have an episode on this. Oh yeah. It's, 
so good. So, <laughs> so good. But definitely is like very detailed. So um, what is root? Tell me what is root in human design? Let's see if it's what I am. So root, root would be the same thing. It would be um, if you're, are you open or closed? Are you defined or undefined in root? I don't remember. I'll have to. Is it white? I have to pull up my chart because I don't remember. (laughs) So it could be, what's interesting is I find it's usually what a lot, it correlates most with people's inner authority. So a lot of times that is like, I believe that, and I could be wrong. So don't quote me on this because human design is not my forte. Um, The inner authority is typically undefined. um, I think. I should pull up my chart. But Uh, does, like, I'm a manifesting generator. Do you find most people who get root are also manifesting generators or does it correlate in that way? No, I don't feel like it correlates in that way. I actually feel like it correlates better with your inner authority um, than your, your, um, and like in Enneagram, I do notice there are like a lot of similarities. So what's, so within the quiz, when you take it, it's kind of like one of those fun personality quizzes. It's like, you know, like which Harry Potter character are you or whatever? Yeah. It's like that. So it's like nine questions long, super short. And what it kind of describes to you is somebody, not that all the others you're not also going to relate to. Cause I've had one or two people be like, Oh, I feel like I could have been this. And I could have been that. Like there were a lot of things where I was torn. Yeah. That's completely normal. How many times are you like, Oh, I could be this. I could be that. And you're like, well, fuck, I know this answer is going to be Harry Potter and I want to be that one. So I'm gonna yeah. Be that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, so it's not that you're not going to relate to others, but it's kind of like, what's your strongest attribute? Where do you shine the most? Um, and like in root chakra, like some of that is like, okay, I'm secure. I feel a lot of people struggle with actually feeling worthy to receive things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you probably feel like, okay, I feel safe to actually have things. I feel safe to give things. I feel loved and accepted. Um, I feel like my needs are always provided for. Um, and those are some of your background when it's balanced. Those are some of your background kind of like beliefs that that's the, that's the software that's essentially programmed, right? Is that these are things that I feel normally which when you think about it in business, how that correlates things that make you feel like you're able to give and receive easily is money constantly coming in. Mm. Right. So this is, you know, when you create like an evergreen product that you can always launch or something like that, or once it's out there, it can always just make you money and it's residual. That's why that feels that way. That's why for how I teach it, that's why reoccurring revenue falls in that there. Yeah. the root chakra. Um, that's it's also for me, like in my business, I know that, and I'm a type three too. So I get a lot of validation from like hearing from the group. I, and it, and as you were talking again, I'm like, I know a big priority for me and my business is creating a larger audience, creating a community of people. Yes. Like even before this business, I was working with the nonprofit women crush. It was all about community. Mm-hmm. And I also know that to sustain my business and to feel secure, recurring revenue is really important for me because number one when it comes to manifestation I like I don't do well when it's like a timeline thing you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I need to let go and that's very hard given everything of who I am (laughs) yeah Yeah, because you want you're very detailed you're like okay I am very detailed I have this so you want to have control over the outcome 
Yeah. And I, I will, t- we'll probably talk about this on the human design episode, but there's theories around being a specific and a non-specific manifester given your human design. And I believe that given mine, I would be a non-specific manifester, which to me doesn't make any fucking sense because everything about me is specific. <laughs> but but it's it's like, that's the challenge. Like I have to let go. Like I have to. And it's the it's the struggle of my life. But yeah. that being said, recurring revenue, that for me is like everything I could want and ever need because it's like stability. I know how to project. It allows me the ability to say, okay, I know that's coming in so I can feel comfortable yes. letting go and manifesting the bigger or the next level or whatever that is. Yes, exactly. And so, and that's the thing is like, even though there were probably questions where you're like, oh, I could, I could say yes to that. I could say yes to that where you operate out of most, even if it's imbalanced, like, like you said, like feeling the need to control things is the fact that you're aware of it is great. Cause that already means like, you're like, okay, I know what I'm trying to like hold tight. Like that's constrictive energy. I want things to feel expansive, right? More money feels yeah. expansive. Yeah. So you're aware of it, which is the first thing and like really kind of course correcting your chakra system and your beliefs and, and the energy that you're holding around specific things. So, and it's like that, like in, in the root, it's like all of your systems make you feel secure. Cause you're like, okay, I know if I, if I do X, then it equals Y. Yeah. That makes you feel like you have some type of consistency your needs are met. There's clarity around it. It feels like sustainable. <clears throat> so as opposed to somebody who is like a sacral chakra authority, which I find really interesting. I am like, I've got a very, very active sacral chakra. It's totally my superpower. However, the people that surround me are always usually the other ones. And that's how you know you're in alignment because you're like, I'm doing what I need. So I'm attracting other people Mm. who are living in alignment with their needs. Mm. And like, we balance each other out. Like I'm a manifesting generator. I attract a ton of project projectors. Okay. Interesting. Like tons, which I think is wild. They're also, and I'm, I actually have, it's not out yet. So this is the first time I'm talking about it. So (laughs) I'm doing a whole, yeah, I'm doing a whole program on sacred selling, understanding the buying and selling energy. So somebody who's a projector or somebody who's heart centered in their business is going to be a long-term buyer. So they're the people that are going to be watching your stories, never commenting, never anything like that. Maybe a few DMs after two years, they'll buy all all your shit and they will buy everything. What's that? You said that's a projector often. Yeah. Okay. Like they're more long-term buyers, not always, but you and again, not everyone make snap decisions because I yes. feel like that. Yes. <laughs> that is a little so bit more. Yeah. You're a little bit more impulsive and stuff like that. So, yes. um, yes. yeah, so stay tuned for that, but that's so interesting, but it, it is when you start to look at business as, okay, if it is just energy, right. If I take away all the PDFs, if I take away all of the fucking modules and all the things that I'm going to give you, what's the energy behind everything? Yeah. And when you start to place that, into, okay, what does that make like, and that's where I I started to like pull all these things together for my clients. And I was like, you really, that makes total sense that you would struggle with like selling and feel really uncomfortable in the DMS and stuff like that, because you, your sacral chakra sucks. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No, but it was like completely blocked. Yeah. I was like, okay, musicians, like a lot of musicians will like, they, they write 
So if you're a music teacher or a coach, you definitely resonate with that. But mm-hmm. let's say you're just focused on the music. A lot of people have so much trouble sharing their stuff and like promoting mm-hmm. themselves. And yes. it's like, oh, I could promote other people, but I just can't promote myself. It just feels yes. so sucky. And yes. that seems like it, it's very much correlated. Yes. So lots of, especially people in the music, like creative industries, often sacral is their, their when you take the quiz, is their superpower in business. They're really great at it. Right. And that's how they express themselves. But a lot of times they have a hard time receiving, which means their root is off. Mm, And so you're like, okay, so your sacral, again, when you think about it, like a hose, if your sacral is your authority and it may have too much energy, you're constantly creating, you're constantly doing this, but you don't feel comfortable receiving money, which is again, if everything is just energy, everything that means just money is. And so if you're putting this out there, and you're expecting to receive something back for it because everything works in like a yin yang, yin and yang, whatever you want to call it. There's always for every giving, there's always receiving. It may not be at the same time, but if you don't feel comfortable receiving and you're really great at putting your music out there or like making all the music, but you have a hard time receiving compliments. You have a hard time um, like sharing it. Like, I don't really, really want to share with my friends and family. It's easier to share with strangers. Mm -hmm. I might get judged like things like that you probably have a solar plexus and a root chakra blockage and your sacral center is like too much. So it's like finding that balance. Like once it's balanced then you're like, okay, I can feel comfortable to create, have seasons of rest where I promote like, and that's where, when you understand that you're like, Oh, it's okay. None of nothing's bad. I'm not like, it stops putting all this shame around feeling certain ways or behaving certain ways. And you're like, it's just, a response to an emotion that I've had in the past that, that I fed into for too long. It yeah. maybe worked when I was six or seven because I was a child, but I'm an adult now. It doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Like it doesn't give me the same type of results that I'm wanting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's super interesting. And, um, it's something else that was coming up was like the correlation with astrology. So I, I'm not an astrology expert by any means, but as you were talking, I was realizing that I have a lot of planets in my second house and in my fourth house. So second house is the house of like material stuff, money, income, possessions, like work, that kind of thing. And my north node and my Chiron are both in my second house. And so again, I don't know a ton about it, but just to give you an idea, like that means yeah. that a lot of my life is going to kind of focus like- around yeah, business and like, like that creating this sense of, of security for yourself career. And that's what yeah. like, people are like, Oh, your career doesn't matter. And it's like, it, it does. Yeah. All of us. The thing is the whole reason we have fucking careers, the whole reason we have jobs, the whole reason we find anything that we're, we're like, do what you're passionate about is because we are driven in our like biology to have a purpose. Yeah. Whether that be a stay at home mom and that feels fulfilling and purposeful for you or creating music or helping people heal or helping people with business or running a restaurant, whatever it is, we are driven by purpose. Yeah. And so to have all of those in that house means that that's a huge focus for your life. Yeah. And then the, the right, <laughs> I have my son, Mercury, Mars, and Jupiter all in my fourth house. And the fourth house is like home, family, like basically like where you live, that yeah. kind of thing. And High root, was, root chakra. Is that root? 
Okay, yeah. so literally it's like all root. But what's yeah. interesting, I just looked at my human design and it says that my inner authority is solar plexus, emotional. So, but, but, but really when you think about it, how you're showing up even now in your business, yeah, you're like, okay, I'm trying to, business is so important. I'm needing to be the authority and be so sure of myself that I can lead people and do the same. Right. So some of what your inner authority, and again, don't quote me because I know very, very little about yeah. it, but <laughs> it's kind of what you're, yeah, like what you're going to, to kind of operate out of a lot of times, but you can't be a, like, you can't have a really great business and not be a good CEO. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those energy centers are going to complement each other very much in business. But one is like your grand, like mission statement. Whereas the other is like, okay, here's my ideas. I'm the visionary. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like I'm visionary vision. Versa. Like, like I, even though I really am into work and it like brings me a lot of joy, like my vision board is like buy my own place and like have my own place to live, which is very fourth house. So I feel like that's like, my vision is a little bit more like home and family based emotional kind of thing. And then I have to do all the rest of the stuff to get there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, isn't it interesting how they just kind of like, and that's the thing is you can't just take one and be like, okay, once this one is balanced and it's like, it doesn't work that way because it's yeah. like, it's like the vertebrae of your spine. You take one out. doesn't mean the rest of it is like hunky dory. Yeah. Right. They have, they all work together and flow together. So, and you're the idea that you're always at some point going to be balanced and be like that forever is not true because life happens every single day. Yeah. Yeah. So this is why I always say like the healing actually happens in the living. So it happens when you're like, okay, I have, you know, say I have an imbalanced root chakra and I create no systems for myself. I only create when I'm feeling inspired. I don't have any type of consistency. Well, that means when you recognize that that feels shitty for you, you put into place some system. And when it comes up that you don't want to stick to it, you stick to it anyways. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, obviously the quiz, give us a link to the quiz, by the way. How do we take that? Um, I will send you the link. It will be okay. in the show notes. Okay. Um, we'll yeah. Put it at the beginning of the episode, yeah. put it at the show notes so that you guys have it. Um, so hopefully you've taken it at this point. I'll put in the intro that you should take it before we Yes, do it. It's so, so fun. <laughs> um, so that's going to tell you like your superpower, your strength. How do we figure out where we might be off balance and where we need to focus? Will our superpower inform us as to what might be off? Or is that just like a little bit of awareness that we need to have to figure out where we might be off? Um, some of it is awareness. So some of it, when you look at um, things that you're struggling with in business, you're like, okay, but that's why I created the energetics of entrepreneurship. So that is my 10 week program. And we, the, the, the reason I actually, so I actually created this group program before I created the quiz, the quiz has been something that's floating around for a long time. And I was like, it's such a good informant of kind of the biggest rock. Like when you're filling up a, a, you know, a basin and you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta, but I gotta have it full. It's like the big rocks. Right. And when you put only three big rocks in there, there's still a lot of space for all these little rocks. So the, the quiz itself just teaches you, okay, where do you probably operate out of most? 
what is something that is kind of the leader in your business? And then the energetics of entrepreneurship actually breaks down. Okay, here's what each and every single chakra, there's modules on all of them, of what energy, what energy center feeds certain parts of your business. And so then I kind of teach you, what does it look like when something is blocked, when it's lacking energy? What does it look like when something is leaky and has excess energy? Because again, energy can never be created. So if one is blocked, that means the energy that's supposed to be there is going somewhere, which is why I use the, the garden hose kink analogy is because it, it does it. It piles up usually somewhere else. Yeah. And, and it can also be in your, in your physical body. So you'll notice like for a long period of time, I actually, so I have a little bit of scoliosis and I have some like tissue, like calcified tissue of like, you know, when you get like little bumps, like in your, and you go get a massage and they're like, Oh, I need to massage this out. Mm -hmm. I have one that runs, it's probably like three inches long between my spine and my scapula. Mm. Um, I had a heart chakra imbalance for a long time. It really, really closed off. Um, as I began to work on both my physical body, also my like healing my body, my, my recognizing where I was actually closing off to people and how I could help people transform all of those are fed by the sh- the heart chakra energy. Mm-hmm. So I began to do work, not just in my business, but in all these other areas, it began to open up. I now like, you can't even honestly tell unless I get really, really lean and have like no body fat that it's there, but understanding how the chakra in business is going to show up blocked versus leaky is really important. And until you have that awareness, it's like, once you're sleeping, you don't know that you're sleeping. Yeah. But once you're awake, you're like, Oh, I've slept. Yeah. Well, if you, nobody ever told you and nobody ever brought to your awareness that, Hey, this behavior is actually just a coping mechanism, even in your business. Like you would have no idea that avoiding DMS was actually because you were afraid of being seen because at some point in your life, when you put yourself out there, you didn't feel loved and accepted. Yeah. And you're like, Oh wow. All the way back there, huh? Just from DMS. And we got all the way back there. Yes. Yeah. So this we do, we go over every single chakra, what it's going over. I give you, um, different, like, um, like group, we do group calls every single week so we can go over certain stuff. Um, usually I try and sync them up with the full moon and the new moon and, and different nice. things like that because full moons have a releasing energy. New moons have like a manifesting energy calling energy in again, the union of opposites there again. Um, you're getting like group boxer and like all sorts of things. But I think what makes it the most valuable is at the beginning, we do a energy healing session. So an individual healing session, as well as a a soulful strategy session. So we go over, um, I tap into your energetic body. We see kind of what's going on. So this is where the quiz is helpful because it's going to give you that kind of like, okay, I, I recognize that this is kind of where I'm operating out of, but the individual healing session is like, okay, why are certain things off? Yeah. How can we bring them into balance? Where does it come from? Right. Where, where in your timeline of life did you, did you have that experience where you didn't feel seen? Yeah. How can we release that? So practices to release that. And then the soulful strategy is really kind of this, this support of what's going on in your business currently. What are you currently doing? And then how can we put in practices? What can we do 
to help it grow and scale in a way that feels sustainable and in alignment Mm -hmm. rather than building it, continue to build it out of alignment. That's usually when burnout and all that shit hits. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. Like as much as the quiz is helpful and definitely brings that right. Like it's like, Oh, I woke up, I slept like, Oh, I have an awareness that this is one of my gifts. Unless you really understand what's going on with you individually. Right. Like, and bring awareness to all of the other things. Like that's what helps like your healing and your business move faster. I love that. So I want to wrap up in just a minute here since we've already been going for so long, but I really don't want to wrap up. I want to keep asking you questions. <laughs> so can I, can we do like a rapid fire round where I just ask you like quick imbalance or quick yeah. struggle and like what chakra might be blocked so that listeners can start to, I guess a little bit for further. Yeah. Just see where they might. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. I'm going to come up with these at the top of my head. I just, okay. This Great. Me too. We're both just <laughs> Okay, so what if you, somebody is a musician and they're having a lot of trouble, writer's block, having a lot of trouble writing songs, creating content, any of that stuff? What chakra? Uh, Sacral, possible third eye as well. Mm, Interesting. Okay. What about if somebody, you've kind of said this earlier, but is like really afraid to show up to promote themselves and they just feel like gross, sleazy, manipulative, they don't know what to say or how to say it? Is going to be like your your solar plexus is probably blocked, um, possibly also depending on the situation, but possibly sacral as well. So it's sales and advertising, marketing, stuff like that. What if somebody has like a ton of ideas and they're thinking big picture all the time, but they never actually can execute on anything and they feel like they're super scatterbrained. They identify as someone who's like so creative, but can't be business minded or can't stay accountable. Um, you probably have a really active third eye, really active sacral chakra but your root is probably blocked um and possibly your solar plexus how about stage fright somebody's like really good behind the scenes but if they have to get up on stage or perform Mm. or coach outwardly they feel like nervous or or have anxiety uh solar plexus um but also crown like this like faith and trust and knowing that like when i get up there like what I'm meant to say, I'll say, and it's meant to be received how I say it. Like mm-hmm. not judging how you come off, you know? Yeah. Afraid to charge your worth. Always lowering Ooh. the price when pitching people Ugh. or never, sh- or giving everything away. From heart you. chakra, heart chakra. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I literally like, we have like an, I always joke. I was like, we're having actually like a, a root chakra pandemic and like a heart chakra pandemic. Like if we fix that, we'd be fine. What about like procrastination? Somebody who's like, I know what I want to do. I even maybe know what I have to do, but I just like can't bring myself to do it or I keep procrastinating and it doesn't feel aligned when I try to go do something. Solar plexus. Lots of self-betrayal. Ah, this is fun. <laughs> All right. I was like, you got more? I'm ready. I'm ready. I know, I'm like, I'm trying to think of, of more on the spot, but I, I feel like those are the biggest things. What about investing in yourself? Because that's something that a lot of musicians and even coaches have to do. Like what would be blocked if somebody is like trying to start their business or trying to move forward, but they just feel like I'm so broke. I don't know how to get out of this brokenness. I can't even find the willpower to like give money over. Root. (laughs) You feel like a lot of people's money issues are actually in like root and sacral chakra. So because money makes you feel safe and secure. Yeah. So when you, if you struggle with giving it away, you think you're not getting it back. Yeah. You think you're never going to make money again. 
Yeah. We didn't talk much about throat. Are there any blocks in particular that resonate with throat, especially as people who are singers, musicians, or anything like that? What's interesting is I feel like singers and musicians don't often have a throat chakra block. Yeah. I guess uh, because they, yeah, because they, they use it. So, yeah. But I feel like the throat is interesting because if the solar plexus or the sacral chakra is blocked, it often can also, the throat can also be blocked with it. So because you're afraid to express your truth, you're afraid to connect with people, um, or you're like, if you're somebody who's always having to be right, like mm-hmm. I always need to tell you my opinion, they're the one upper stuff like that. Like their, their ego, their solar plexus has too much energy. They're also using that to express themselves. Their throat is mm-hmm. excessive. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it's connected to, I feel like those other two really well. Yeah. Um, so it depends on how you're using it. I think using the other two will depend on kind of how your throat chakra responds. Cause this is your, this is your unique frequency, your throat, right? You know, your unique tone tune, like everything is right there. And so when you think about how, what, what, why would you even use your voice? It is in relationships. It's speaking up for yourself, you know, that type of stuff. So that I feel like is why they, they correlate often. Yeah. So now that we hopefully have a clear idea of like our strengths and maybe our off balance weaknesses, what can we do to get more in balance? Like what are some quick things or tools that we can use to start to balance things out a little bit more? I have like two things that I recommend to everybody go outside, Mm -hmm. literally put your hands on the, like the earth, put your feet in the grass, go for a walk, get out of your four you know, I know it's summertime right now. It's hot and stuff like that, but like go to the beach, stuff like that. Like stand in awe of mother nature. Like how fucking cool is it when you literally stand on the coastline? You're like on a map. This is where the continent ends. This is that line right there that you see. Like I am standing there. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like really make time to actually connect. It also helps energetically if you have a lot of excess energy to um, to ground yourself. Um, and then the second thing is stop taking yourself so fucking serious. Go <laughs> Seriously. Like it is one of the like things in most of my clients that I'm like, I'm going to need you. Like your homework is to go out, stop, stop working, stop posting about when you go out, don't even Instagram it. Just have fun. Don't take a damn picture. Cause you're having such a good time. Yeah. Dance, move, play, like make play a priority. Even if you have to schedule it in at first, cause it feels like, like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Like jump on the damn trampoline. It's fun. And it's really great for your sacral chakra as well. <laughs> yeah. That is so good. Ah, uh, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Tell us where can we connect with you, join the program, all that juicy stuff. Yes, yes, yes. So you can find me. I'm usually on Instagram. Again, when I casually peruse it, yes. everyone, I'm on there pretty much every day um, at Shalane Carter. So it's just my full name. And then um, you can, I will send the links will be in the show notes for the quiz. And then um, I'll also send you the link for the Energetics of Entrepreneurship, my group program, where you can actually learn more about energy, how it's showing up in your business and how to actually heal Um, So you can build a business in alignment. Amazing. 
Shalane, thank you so much for coming on today. This was incredible. We're going to have to have you back at some point, especially yes. when you have that new program about selling and everything, because that's going to be so good. Um, everyone, take the quiz. When you do, screenshot what your results are and then tag both me at Katie Zaccardi and Shalane at Shalane Carter and let us know. Show us your results. We want to hear from you and we're really excited to see what you got. Yay! Thank you so much. It's so great. Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.